the Protectors of the Wood podcast. Everything is at stake. The destruction of our planet is becoming real life. This podcast tells the story of misfit teenagers struggling to band together and help our world through this crisis. Episode number 23, The Magic Goes On. Gilligan realizes it's his lucky day. Phoebe hung up the phone and turned to Gilligan. Okay, we'll have a group of preschool children here soon for an art project. Gilligan was looking carefully at Phoebe, and he stroked his short reddish beard. You know, I may not be able to do the kinds of things you are doing, but I can appreciate them. I know I was not very welcoming when you first came in. I'm afraid I wasn't as polite as I should have been. But now, to have you work here free of charge seems unreasonable. And I do want you to stay. Let me start paying you minimum wage as of tomorrow. Thank you. I accept. Well, it's afternoon already. Why don't you take a lunch break? We'll be open until 6. And... By the way, on a long summer evening like this, the 6 to 8 p.m. hours will have more customers than the rest of the day combined. Gilligan stared thoughtfully, but did not reply. I'll get a sandwich to go and eat in the courtyard. I'd better get out there. My assistants might have a soccer game or a contest of scooter tricks going on by now. I've got to see this. They headed out the front door. Gio sat at the table helping parents and children pick out books and sign the sheet. On the other side, Nico and an older boy and two young teen girls were standing in a circle, juggling a soccer ball back and forth without letting it touch the ground. At that moment, a father and his son who had been watching the soccer players approached Gilligan. Uh, excuse me, by any chance, do you sell soccer balls? Mm, no, sorry. Uh, maybe someday. I'll bring in a catalog of the best soccer supplies, including uniforms, shoes, balls of different sizes, and jerseys of famous teams. Hey, do you know a team I could join? Hi, I'm Phoebe. I used to play for the Half Moon Soccer Club, and of course for my school teams at Half Moon High. Now that I'm living in Middletown again, I'll see what Mario has to offer for the fall season. Come back soon! The boy joined the soccer players and the father chatted with Gilligan, while a few more parents and children entered the gate looking for free books. Word had spread around the neighborhood. With things going on so well out here, I'll run next door for a sandwich. Gilligan stood at the door where he could see the courtyard and the interior of the store as needed. Phoebe looked back at him from the gate. She was thinking. 
maybe he's not so bad. He's starting to get the idea, the feel of this work. Phoebe sat on a bench in the courtyard to eat her sandwich. The soccer players were juggling the ball, sometimes sending it around the circle with one touch, sometimes sending it high to pass with the head. Phoebe longed to have her healthy knee back and be able to join them. Whoa, they are good. Now, I should know, skills like that don't come out of nowhere. They must know a bunch of kids, parents too, who play. I'm not looking at just five kids. There's got to be a dozen families sharing skills like these. Where do they play? Hmm, I've got an idea. Oh boy, this is clever. I am so smart. What fun this will be if it works out. Pass back, pass back. Phoebe walked over and joined the circle. From playing with the Nerf ball with Tiny, Phoebe thought she could risk a couple of one-touch passes. And to her delight, she fit into the group okay. The older boy, probably at least her own age, stepped back. Nice touch. You play here often. I'm injured, but I used to play all the time. Now, now I'm a coach. I help coach my sister's team. We're on summer break. The girls are looking for a few games to play. What club? Half Moon United. You know Mario? He's my sister's coach. I've got an idea. If you'll help me out. I work at the Winkle Farm, but in my free time, I might be interested. I'll show you something. Gio, can you handle the table alone for a few minutes? What do you think I'm doing now? You see anyone else here? I'll be in the backyard for a few minutes. We'll make a soccer field. Hey, I'm getting bored here. I want to make a soccer field. I'll be back in a few minutes to take over for you. Just give me a minute or two. I'll owe you a favor. Oh, all right. The circle of players had stopped rotating the ball and looked curiously at Luis and Phoebe. Come on, everyone. We're going to check out the backyard. Phoebe led them through the store and told a surprised and bewildered Gilligan that they would be in the backyard for a few minutes. Gilligan was making a sale and asked no questions. Phoebe and her new group trooped down the short hall leading to the back door and down the steps to a reasonably flat but neglected yard, probably not mowed since the previous year. The group looked around with approval and began passing the ball. Hi, I'm Phoebe. I work here. If you'll help me, I'll organize a way for us to have small-sided games here. I know Nico and Gio from a year ago. We've got to clean this place up. Pero it's better than nothing. And look, we're right next to Sammy's. If we get rid of that fence, we'll have a real field. 
I'm Luis, and this is Jasmine and Shannon. Oh, nice to meet you. So, I've got two small folding soccer goals in the basement. If you want to make a field, just for maybe four versus four, I'll get them. But don't take that fence down until I speak to Sammy. Shannon and Jasmine were texting a couple of their teammates to stop by. Phoebe descended once again to the basement and returned with two nets in flexible frames that folded into tight bundles about a yard long. She snapped them open and Shannon sent the ball into one of them. I promised Gio I'd trade places with him. Later on, I'll bring a few cones to mark the field. Phoebe hurried through the store and relieved the frustrated Gio at the book table. A white-haired old man greeted her with a smile. Phoebe, Lucy and I were just talking to Sam at next door. By the way, his new homemade ice cream is a success. He told us you might be here. Oh, hi, Tom Wrinkle. It's so good to see you. And Lucy, my, you've grown since I last saw you. I feel like I've been away for a few years. Pick out any book you like. Grandpa reads to me every night. He found Goodnight Moon for me. I start school on Monday, Monday, Monday. Oh, well, Glenda told me that Tiny's going too. Rose and Rob will bring you all here for a visit. So, you must be four years old already. Five. I'm five. Well, well, look at this. Just like old times. Nobody gives me the news anymore. I'm just lucky I looked through the gate. Uh, hey, Tom, you remember Phoebe's father used to bring out a table and chairs for dominoes in the evening? You really uh, back at work, Phoebe, uh, going to stick around or go uh, gallivanting off to some famous place or other? No, I'm staying. And we've still got that square table and a set of dominoes stored in the basement. I'll bring them up if you'll manage the table. Any child or parent choosing a book must sign here with name a book, age a child, and address. I'll be back. As the afternoon went on, Phoebe moved back and forth from the book table to the dominoes table to checking in with Gilligan to watching her soccer group grow in the backyard. Luis had become the referee and desperately needed the cones and a whistle. Problems Phoebe could easily solve. Traffic moved through the store and people stood around the counter with Gilligan and some actually bought things. At 6 p.m. the crowd was still increasing and Gilligan showed no sign of closing. For over an hour Phoebe was stuck at the book table, but it gave her the opportunity to make signs for the windows and greet new arrivals. 
A rumor had spread around Middletown that her father was back running the store, and Phoebe was glad to be out front to put a damper on that idea before people showed their disappointment to Gilligan. Phoebe Hood. I, I hope I'm not interrupting. I, I, I just wanted to say hello and, well, to say how pleased I am that you're back in the store. Oh, my, my. This courtyard looks like a family reunion. I, I love your signs. Didn't know you had that talent. Oh, I got no talent, but I've got helpers. That's the key to this place. What excellent advice. It's the key to my church as well. You know, I should make that motto into a sign like one of your posters and put it on my door. But you're too modest, Reverend Tuck. I was very moved by your sermon last Sunday. And there was certainly a crowd. And you have a gift that I want. A message. You really have a message, Reverend Tuck. And I want to help you. Well, you're helping me already, just by doing what you're doing. I'll come by and learn from you. You create things to do. Look at this sign, for example. Enjoy yourself. Make a picture today. I never should have let my youth council end. I should have found helpers, as you suggest. Perhaps you'll be one. A family with three children surrounded the table, and Phoebe answered questions and presented books. I'll remember this conversation, Phoebe. Don't worry. I'll be back. It was after eight o'clock by the time Gilligan and Phoebe gently cleared the courtyard to close the store. It was a happy group in the twilight, thanking Phoebe and Gilligan. A group of children didn't want to leave. They found it so interesting to run here and there, inside and outside, activity to activity. Chester Peterson was the last to leave, and he had a few parting words. Oh, how come your parents don't visit? And uh, where you been all this whole year? You gonna stick around? Hmm? Yeah, I'm gonna stick around, and you can count on me, Chester. Out on the sidewalk, Gilligan turned to Phoebe in hope, and in embarrassment for doubting her. Let me thank you again. I hope you'll stay with it. Tomorrow at 10.30 to open by 11? This has been the best day. 11 to 8 from now on, then. Six days a week. Monday's off. Thank you, Phoebe. You're welcome, Gilligan. And yes, I'll see you tomorrow morning.
universe is at my front door. To you it may be just a corner store, but I'm afraid to ask more, cause it's a lot to me. It's a lot to me. It's a magic land, and we're all in it. Step right up and let's begin it. It's in the faces of people that we see. Father, mother, sister, and brother, come outside and see one another. Don't you think together we might find a way? Find a way. Cause I gotta say, we can make it happen today. How I feel Now I finally know that it's real, it's real And I think together We might find a way Cause I gotta say We can make it happen too I gotta say We can make it happen too I gotta say Thanks for listening to the Protectors of the Wood podcast. Find all our podcasts, songs, and projects on our website, protectorsofthewood.com. And to all the eco-warriors out there, remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts.